Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Welcome back to another episode of Bloom with Bridget. I hope you are enjoying a beautiful day, whatever day it is that you're listening. But today it is gorgeous outside. So I hope that you are able to get outside and take advantage of it while you can. It's been a big week over here. I had a birthday and we have been celebrating all week, which has been fun. Um, I've been surrounded by my family and my friends, the ones that I love. And my heart is just so full to be able to celebrate another year of life. I usually don't make a big fuss out of out of my birthdays or um, celebrating, you know, really just low key and simple as my jam when it comes to things like that. But um, you know, I always just love just to be still and be around those people that I love. Getting to celebrate with them is really what I love. So my heart is, as I said, my heart is full, my belly's full. Um, it's been it's been a great week. So when Jacob asked me what I wanted to do for my birthday, I decided that I wanted him to take the day off with me. Um, we get the our birthday off at work, and um, I asked him to take the day too. And I told him that I wanted to go antiquing. We had done this a few years ago. And it was really just the best afternoon. You know, we had gone downtown and eaten lunch. Um, You know, we kind of walked around to some of the shops. And when he asked me what I wanted to do, I knew that this was it. I knew that I wanted to do this again. So I know it's probably not your typical birthday day date, um, but it was really a fun day. Our coworkers were asking us what we were going to do. And um, Jacob told him, we're going to take off. I won't be here Tuesday. It's Bridget's birthday. We're going to go antiquing. And they said, how many years have you been married? he said, almost 18. He's like, okay, you all are officially an old married couple, but hey, I'll take it. We had um, big plans and actually no plans at all at the same time. So so we went downtown um, again, another gorgeous day like it was today. And um, just fun to kind of walk around and feel like you're on vacation in your own hometown. You don't really um, get to do that. A lot of times we'll go on vacation, which is kind of really letting the time pass. You're not watching your clock. You're just kind of on vacation time. We did that this week. So it was nice to just be in our hometown, pretend like we were having a little staycation and um, maybe acting like tourists a little bit, but uh, we really just enjoyed the afternoon. We ate outside at one of our favorite local restaurants and just kind of walked the streets. You know, we browsed around at some of our favorite local shops, had no place to be, no schedule to follow, nothing to do, but enjoy the day. So it was perfect. We walked into one of the little antique shops downtown. And if you're in Owensboro, um, it's called Peachtree Antique. So if you're, you're in this area, um, I would encourage you to stop in. It's a really neat store. Ask for Larry. Um, he's the owner and he is always willing and ready to sharpen his pencil. So he will make you a good deal. Um, but when we went in this year, we had been in before and he didn't, specifically remember Jacob, but when Jacob started talking about who he was and he had been in there before, he instantly remembered the piece of furniture that Jacob bought two years ago on my birthday. And it's funny because we had gone looking for something. He's like, Oh, we'll go. Maybe we'll find something special for your birthday. And Jacob was the one that did all the shopping. So anyway, it was okay. But Larry remembered Jacob and he remembered the table that he had bought um, and what he was going to use it for. And he also remembered, he talked about all the people that had came in after looking for that table. So it made Jacob feel pretty good. Um, But again, didn't really know his face, but he knew every piece of furniture that has came in and out of that store. So we're walking around, checking things out, and we spot this beautiful piece. And it really just made us both stop and stare. 
you know, it was so detailed that you really had to just take it all in. And it was a, I guess it was probably a, I'm going to call it a sideboard or a back bar, um, you know, something that they may use to put food or dishes on, has a mirror. Um, some of you all may think of it as like maybe a, a bar back um, that you would see in an old bar, but anyway, it was hand carved. It was beautiful. Each section was so detailed. Um, he couldn't really tell us a whole lot about the piece of furniture. You know, he said that the person that he bought it from, it came from a private sale in North Carolina and whoever they brought it from, and it came over on a ship from Europe. He had estimated that it was probably at least 200 years old, maybe a little bit more, but he guaranteed that there was not another piece like it. And I would say that he is probably right. It is definitely one of a kind. It is beautiful, but I'm looking at this piece of furniture and I can't help but wonder, you know, what the story was behind it. You know, where did it come from? Where had it been? You know, he didn't really know a whole lot. We're trying to find markings. You know, usually there's a piece of paper or there's a stamp or there's something written on it on the back where you can tell where it came from and then you can kind of trace its roots. You know, he had thought maybe it was French, maybe it was Italian. I don't really know how you tell the difference. So if you're into furniture and you do know, let me know. Um, I would love to to do a little bit more research. But anyway, I kept thinking about where it had been, you know, whose house it had been displayed in. You know, what were the owners like? What what did they do for a living? You know, what what did they put inside of this piece of furniture? You know, my mind was really just kind of reeling, thinking about all the things that, that it was used for and really what its history was. But it had so much character, you know, and I think about all the stories that it probably told, you know, the people that had gathered around it, that had celebrated with it, just like I had with my birthday this year, you know, the people that have decorated it for holidays, you know, used it to display their favorite pieces I wanted to know the story behind this piece of furniture, you know, all the scratches, you know, I could see that there was wear and tear on it, you know, the broken pieces, there were a few pieces that were chipped off. I wanted to know how much time it took to carve this piece of furniture because they didn't have the tools 200 years ago. They didn't have the tools that we have today. I had so many questions and Jacob did too. You know, we were both just kind of looking at each other and and talking about this piece of furniture trying to figure out as much information as we could to determine, you know, what the value was and is this really, you know, a a good deal and trying to date it back to a certain time period and um, any little thing that we can figure out about it, we tried, but we didn't have any luck. Um, But we knew that this piece of furniture, it had history. And over time, you know, you can tell that it has built character like no other. By taking one glance at this, you can't help but go there. And if you've been following along on Bloom, you probably know exactly where I'm going with this episode. Because just like this piece of furniture and its history, it really had me thinking about our lives and the stories that they tell. You know, what made us who we are today? What molded our character and shaped our personalities? We are just like this piece of furniture. Unique. There isn't another piece like it, and there isn't another you. You were knit together in your mother's womb. Every detail Every design was intentional. The shape of your face, your eyes, your smile, your laugh, your hair, your traits, you know, your gifts, all of those were specifically designed for you. And as I was thinking about putting this episode together after seeing this piece, I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about. And I started thinking about how amazing this is. You know, once you really stop and think about it, how rare you are. There isn't another Bridget and there isn't another you. You are different. 
But so much of the time, you know, we want to be like everybody else. We want to be the Ikeas. We want to be the straight off the showroom floor. Give me 10 of these. We want to do that so that we can fit in, you know, to not stand out because what makes us who we are isn't familiar to everybody else. It's different. So we start to suppress the best parts of who we are without stepping into who we were created to be. And so much of the time we're trying to fit this carbon copy life that those around us, or maybe, you know, those that you admire, those that you look up to, or those that you want to be like, that you aspire to be. Maybe it's somebody that you follow on social media, or it's somebody in your school, or it's somebody at your, your office. But in that process, we forget who we are. You know, we see these things that we don't like about ourselves and we forget that those parts are actually some of the best parts of who we are. And I think about my scar for my C-section and I get keloids really bad. And if you all don't know what keloids are, it's it kind of just where your skin puffs up. And, um, you know, my, my C-section scar, it, it looks like when I wear a bathing suit, it looks like I've got this worm under my skin because it's this line that goes across my belly and it's, it's thick and it's bumpy. Um, it's not straight. It curves. And sometimes it bothers me. If I'm being honest, it bothers me. But that scar represents a story. It's a story about how my girls were brought into this world. It's a story about life and a love that I never knew that I could experience. And it's a story about a new life beginning. You know, that scar, even though it's not pretty, if you look at it, it's ugly. I'm sorry, Dr. Smith, but it's ugly. But it has meaning and it has significance to me. I have another scar on my knee from where a firework shot off and it hit my leg and it burned my skin for when my cousin and I were setting off fireworks on the beach. And this cousin and I, we did everything together. And at the age of 33, he died in a tragic accident. But when I look at that scar, I remember all those memories that we shared growing up. You know, I remember the games we played, the times that we spent running in the creek, the times that we went back and forth to each other's house, the adventures we took, all those stories that we could tell. I remember that. So I wouldn't trade that scar for anything because it's a constant reminder of what that used to be. I get to go back and I get to look at my life and I can see the detail of the experiences and the circumstances and, you know, how it writes the pages of the book of my life. One of my favorite songs is the story by Brandy Carlisle. And I love her voice. I love her music. I'm about to read her book and hear more about her story, but her words in the song say, all these lines across my face, tell you the story of who I am. So many stories of where I've been and how I've got to where I am. You know, the lives that we live, they are stories. Where we've been, what we've been through, good and bad, adversity, pain and hardships that we've endured, in addition to all the joy and the life that we've experienced. There are so many things in my life that have shaped and helped to write the pages of detail in my story. And then I think about so many people that have also contributed to that. You know, I've been talking a lot about people over the last few episodes. And when you really sit back and think about all the different people that play a part in your life and how that's had an impact on you. And, and again, maybe not in a good way, maybe in a bad way, maybe it has been in a good way, but it shaped you regardless. You know, it's carved you into who you are today. 
And like this piece of furniture, you have character, you have history, you have traits that from these experiences you've developed. And there's a reason that all those things and people were placed in your life to chisel it into what it is today. You have something that only you can offer to others and vice versa. They have something that only they can bring to your life. We aren't meant to be exact replicas. You know, maybe the drawers of your heart, maybe they don't open as easily as they once used to. There's some drawers on this piece of furniture that stick. They don't go in all the way. You know, maybe you're chipped around the edges. Maybe you've had a few pieces of replacement boards that have had to been put in. You know, maybe like this piece of furniture, this mirror, this lens that you're looking at at life through, maybe it's a little hazy, but that's okay. Because just like this piece of furniture, it's still breathtaking. It's still beautiful and it's still desirable. Most of us have been damaged. Most of us have been bruised or scarred in some way but it doesn't mean that we don't have value. It doesn't mean that no one is going to look at us and not want us because you're not like the rest. We aren't defined by these markings. You know, we are defined collectively as a whole of who we are. We are who we are because of those markings. And it doesn't get to hold us back from that possibility of who we'll become in the future. It doesn't get to label us as discounted, due to damage, you know, we can be refinished and be made beautiful again. And I'm going to say this to Peyton and Charlie and Riley and Hayden, you are different and unique. You weren't created to fit in. You were created to stand out and to each and every one of you listening right now. I'm going to say the same thing to you. You are different and unique. You weren't created to fit in. You were created to stand out. You were created on purpose for a purpose. And once you discover that and you can lean into who you were created to be, not what this world tells you to be, the sooner you're going to start doing some pretty amazing things. Don't fit in. Do not conform to the patterns of this world. You are a standout. You have value. You have a story to tell. Maybe it's time You get an old rag out, you take some furniture polish and you start to shine up those parts of us that, you know, maybe we're not, we're not crazy about so that we can stand tall in who we are. What does the story of your life have to tell? I know it's one of a kind and I know it's not like anybody else's. I hope this episode is going to make you think about the pages of your life and how it reads. I hope it sparks some pride in where you are today And how far you've come. You know, I hope you're so proud of all the pretty parts and even the broken parts too. You know, the parts that you're still working on, the parts that are still healing, the parts that are still being refinished. Your story is unique and it's different. So go out and live it. I appreciate you so much for being here today. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 